everybody. This is I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson, and we have a special guest co-host today. You guys might remember her from a previous episode, Katie Stoll. Hi, guys. I've missed you so much. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> it's been like a year. I, has it? Yeah, yeah, it must be. Yeah, you, we've, you've changed locations of where you, you record and yes. everything. Yes. You got your own equipment. Yeah, I bought some equipment and was like, you know what? I'll do this on my own. Thank She's you. Badass. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It was really intimidating at first. I was like, oh, this is too much stuff to do. And then I was like, no, this is very simple. It's like think of all the things you've learned in your life. You can learn one more thing. It's just a small box with different plugs. Yeah. And, and you just microphones. do numbers and stuff. It's really quite easy. Yeah. So obviously a lot has changed. So food and relationship <laughs> update is going to be extra special for you. What are your food and relationship updates? Oh, gosh. I mean, I, I couldn't possibly tell you all of the updates, but I guess <laughs> the latest one. Well, OK, uh, I recently uh, was out of the country and, and wasn't able to get a lot of food that I could eat. Okay. And one of the people that I lived with taught me a really delicious, easy thing to make, which is boiling baby red russet potatoes mm -hmm. and then like till they're like super super soft so you can just mash them really easily and yeah. then putting a little bit of butter a little bit of milk almond milk um whatever stuff you have in like basil or whatever and uh mashing it up and it's really delicious <gasps> and so i've been eating that a lot oh that sounds yummy sounds like mashed potatoes but like it's like a healthier mashed potato that you can make really easily without needing to make a huge batch of it, I Ooh, guess. Yum, 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 yum. Anyway, that's what I've been doing a lot lately. Okay, relationship update? Relationship update. Uh, single and uh, <laughs> and fine with that. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. That's good. Yeah, it is good. I feel really good about that. I'm my, And we talked about this recently. My new thing is to just not waste my time just dating if it's not right like I think that we put ourselves through this pressure to to try to make it work and, and give more shots and it's like yeah. no what's the point I'm totally happy being by myself yeah. until it's actually worth my time and then it won't feel like work so yeah it won't feel like you're wasting your time yeah at all. That, that's where I'm at How I love you? that um, food update. I um, ate two pieces of sushi today. Mm. I don't normally eat sushi. No. I don't really love it. And I was craving it and it was on the table somewhere where I was at. Just and like I leftover, left, <laughs> left there. I was like at a table read and they were like offering sushi and I mm. ate two pieces and I was like, that was good. And I was like, that's cool. I normally it's don't new... ever say that's good. Well, you for a long time, I, you don't still have the rice allergy. No. See, for a long time when I first met Stevie, she couldn't eat rice. Yeah. And so sushi was definitely off the, off the table or like Vietnamese food or anything Nothing. like that. Couldn't so, eat anything. so maybe maybe you're finally like ready to dive in. Yeah, man, it was really good. And I put some wasabi on there. Mm -hmm. And then dating update is um, I I have like a date or two planned for next week. Oh. I'm being very realistic and kind of just like whatever about it. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. And, I'm, and they're both coffee dates. Um, now it's time to introduce our guests. They are co-hosts of Trust the Bachelor Process. We have Alex and Sarah Franklin. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hi, sisters. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for being on. Yeah. We are excited. These are the first set of sisters we've ever had on Iburn Everything. That's Special. big time for us. Think about it. Yeah, we'll try to live up to the hype. Honestly, you don't even have to. This is just special as is. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> cool. Then we did it. You You've already, already surpassed it. <laughs> yeah, you've already beat the record, so you're good. Um, okay, so 
normally on Iber and everything, we always talk about like when we say relationships, it's like we talk about romantic relationships. But I think there are like relationships that are throughout life more special than romantic mm-hmm. relationships, like siblings. And you know your siblings your entire life. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk to you guys about sisterhood. <laughs> yeah. We love it. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I, when my mom, I was, uh, Sarah and I are about three and a half years apart. Who's older? Uh, I am. Okay. Uh, and when my mom told me she was pregnant, I was like, great, I can't wait for my sister. And they're like, well, what if it's a boy? And I'm like, it's not going to be a boy. It's going to be a girl. I can't <gasps> wait for my sister. Story. And I was so obsessed with having a little sister. I was so excited that they said if it came out a boy, they were just going to tell me it was a girl. <laughs> I would have been extraordinarily messed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, and I would have identified very confusingly for a long time. A long time. But that's OK. It worked out great. <laughs> that's so cool. You were kind of like a baby psychic. Yeah, sure. Why not? Did you you just knew? I think I willed it into existence. I just wanted a little sister so bad. Yeah. I feel like I came out just like excited for a little sister. So you guys were really close growing up? Yes. Yeah. Honestly, it would have been great if you were like, um, no. not really. <laughs> right. Honestly, this is the first time we've seen each other in 20 years. <laughs> well, we we were always close growing up. Um, and the only time I can remember like any distance was... Um, once Alex went to college, my family started moving. We were born in New Jersey, but really grew up outside of Philadelphia. My parents started moving like down the coast and then out to the Midwest. And it was that first like year when you were in college and I was starting a new high school. That's like the only time I can really like remember distance because the, when I went to college, you moved to LA and I feel like we really relied on each other with like all of the changes that we were both going through when you so she went to college Mm -hmm. and I your family started started moving around yes and I was just starting high school in a new state wow okay yeah where in California no um we had moved from Pennsylvania to Richmond Virginia and Alex was going to college back in Pennsylvania okay okay yeah so that's an interesting thing that's similar to me and my sister we had like a brief time where it was like I don't I don't know if I talked to her while I was in college like it was kind of hard to or something mm. I think it was a different time with communication too though yeah, yeah it wasn't as easy true. no it wasn't simple it wasn't like we didn't have iPhones you know yeah mm. and yeah. like plans were different yeah so yeah we have been like been apart for a while and then I just after college didn't have a job and decided to like sleep on her couch and like in LA and then yeah. I stayed and it's been awesome. Like we haven't lived in the same city. It was like eight years at that point. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So now you both live in LA. Yeah. You live together. No. no, you don't. Yeah. But I did move like walking distance to her. You apartment. did? Okay. How <laughs> yeah. far apart are your apartments? Well, I've since moved. So yeah. before I lived about uh, 0.7 miles, I think yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it showed up on Yeah. My I want to know like exact miles. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> How long does it take? <laughs> 0.7 miles. It's like 10 minutes to walk. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, great. That's and a good distance. Then now I'm in Echo Park and she's in Los Feliz. So okay, great. I'm about, for not LA listeners, about a 10 minute drive away from her. That's great, though. Mm-hmm. That's a that's healthy distance. It's a healthy distance. Yeah. <laughs> that's a healthy boundary mm-hmm. with a sister. My mm-hmm. sister and I are neighbors. <laughs> oh, really? Like, legit, you can see her porch from my place. Um, <laughs> oh. And honestly, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love living near you. That was like when I moved into my most recent apartment, the one that was 0.7 miles from her. Yeah. My boyfriend and I were moving in together and we were like deciding where to go. And I was like, I want to be walking distance to my sister. Like I haven't lived in the same state as her for eight years and I want to be able to see her every day. Are you guys each other's only sibling? We, uh, our parents um, got drunk one night (laughs) and had a kid so who's 10 years apart from Sarah, she's very little and 14 years apart from me. So she's, you have a little sister. She's 15. Oh my gosh. How cute. It's, it's an interesting dynamic, but it's a blast. I mean, she's from a different generation. So (laughs) the dynamic of our relationship is different, but we're all, the three of us are all still super close. What did they name her? Yeah. Uh, Grace. Oh, cool. Okay. So they stayed with traditional kind of like Mm -hmm. names. Good. That's good. Does she, does she look like you guys? She, like a little you? She, uh, she's got blonde hair and blue eyes. What? Yes. Yeah. We're both, redhead, both redheaded. I mean, you guys look like you could be twins or something, Pe- you know? When I first moved to L.A., um, I would be like, I don't just like in the neighborhood where Alex would like do a lot of things and people would come up to me and be like, Alex, Alex. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, that's not what? me. Yeah. To me, you look so different. To we, me, I just see totally different faces. Yeah. Well, you look different, but like you have very similar coloring and similar yeah, your yeah. features. You share. You have a lot of the same features. We have. You guys have to look up, cyber stalk them, and like find their images. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll put a we'll photo, put a photo of you guys together <laughs> yeah. for the podcast. We also had like the exact same glasses. I think when I first moved here. Oh, that so makes sense. I think I have those glasses. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Okay, we're gonna just rapid fire some questions to you guys about each other. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. I don't have these planned. Some of these are on the list, and I'm not going to read most of them from there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. So let's see. Here's some for you too, Katie, if we want to read mm-hmm. any of those. But okay, what do you guys like? Like, what's like the one thing you like the most about each other? Like, you answer, and then you answer. You know what I mean? Like, what do you, you know, what do you like most about Alex? What do you like most about Sarah? Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Alex is like, my go-to like can talk about anything and not feel judged like I never feel any judgment from Alex and not even just on myself like on most people like I I don't feel like obviously we're like sisters so like same people annoy us and we like to gossip to each other but like for (laughs) for the most part I like I never see judgment from Alex. Like, I think that you're always like, especially like meeting new people, like open to like knowing that person. And like, it makes it makes it easy for me. Like when I have anything I need to talk about, I like, I'm always, I can come right to you. And I I know I'm going to be like, fine. There's not going to be anything weird there. That's an incredible quality and something that I don't know I can say about many people. Yeah. Like, that's beautiful. I have a question. How that, and then I want to hear the other answer. But so does that, like, I feel like those are all things that you, um, that we seek in partners, like romantic partners. Yeah. And does having that in your life, do you think that that freed up more room for you dating wise? Did that make you feel stronger? Did that, do you know what I mean? Like something about that takes the, like that's like the thing that I, that's the most important that I want to find with whomever I end up with. And like, there's something to me that, I don't know if you have it, then you're, you're good. Like it's almost like you're good. I've actually never, thought about that but I guess just like rolling through my dating history until my most recent 
relationship, the one I'm in now, like I actually, I hadn't ever had that. So maybe it was just like I was fulfilled in a way I didn't even realize. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. No, but that's awesome. It's just something that, yeah. Like that's the thing that's, I mean, not that I, my life, my life is great, but that's the thing that's missing, you know, and that's what you want. Yeah. And like if you have it built in, it's. It's so, that's like really so true. I don't know if I've ever felt like super lonely because yeah. of. And like recovering from that. breakups, I'm sure, are, you know, having each other in your mind. Oh, it was like, <laughs> I am I am not good with breakups. Like I. Oh, join the I, club. <laughs> really? <laughs> They're so easy. They're so simple. Detach and walk away. I feel like I don't even try to pretend that like I am. Just um, destroyed. I'm destroyed. And I, <laughs> I literally moved into Alex's living room because of my last breakup. I was like, I need you. <laughs> Me and, I mean, yeah. I can relate. When I went through my last breakup, my sister spent the night for seven nights in a row. Yeah. Like, I was not okay. And she just stayed with me until I was. Yeah. You know, which is incredible. Sisters are just like a different thing. I know. Katie doesn't have a sister. I always wanted a sister. I always thought that I probably had a twin uh, parent trapped away somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Didn't turn out to be true. But I think of you kind of as a sister, though. I think you have a (laughs) sister. But you're a friend, you know, like I treat you like a friend. Luckily, I don't treat you like a sister. (laughs) Um, Okay. What is your favorite thing? I. I think Sarah's gift is that she is a light. That's how we always described her when she was growing up. She's just this burst of positivity. Um, oh, like, is, <laughs> are we going to cry? This is so sweet. I didn't expect this to be so sweet. Um, if you talk about fighting, I'm sure it can get kind of gnarly. <laughs> no, let's, um, let's keep it so sweet. <laughs> uh, but my mom always likes to tell the story of uh, she would come home like she would get off the bus and she would complain about something that happened like oh and so and so was mean to me but she could turn it in a second she's like but Mrs. K brought in popsicles and today was the best <laughs> and that's just kind of like her outlook on life and I think how that manifests in relationships is she's just able to make everybody that she meets for the first time feel comfortable like everyone can kind of sort of relax into themselves because Sarah's got it she's not mm-hmm. going to make anybody feel weird she's not she's going to fill the silences because she likes to talk <laughs> which is like a good thing yeah, yeah it's great um yeah, so she's just really, she's just the easiest person in the world to be around because of her positivity. Wow. These mm-hmm. answers, <laughs> those traits together, you guys could win the world. I know. <laughs> those are beautiful qualities. You know what's funny is if you were to ask me probably if what like my favorite quality about Katie is, it would probably be what you just said about your sister, about how I can tell her things and it doesn't feel like she's judging. It never mm-hmm. feel, I never feel judged ever. I can tell her my darkest stuff and have, and she's, it doesn't ever feel like she judges me. So it's yeah, interesting. Girl, I got you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're so good at it. No, I was, I, I did say to Stevie twice in a conversation, look, if you ever killed someone, no problem. We'll she help, did. help you take care of it. She <laughs> did. I was say, where's she, the shovel? Yeah. <laughs> she's uh, a ride or die is what you would call that. Yeah. Like she literally is like, it's not whether or not, She's like, I will stand by you. She said this to me this week. I'll stand by you. If you murdered someone <laughs> on accident or on purpose, I will still be like, 
how can I show up for you? And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Did that come out of nowhere? Or were you guys yeah. talking about it? Yeah. <laughs> out of nowhere. By the way. I don't want to make things weird, but uh, you help me with this trunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's a dark joke. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, well, let's make this a little less sweet, guys. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Great. What, what it. was like your biggest fight? Like, what are your, or your most memorable fights? Oh, God. We kind of had a recent fight. Yeah. Uh-oh. But I don't I don't know if I have a most memorable one. I think... What do you fight about? You don't even yeah, have, you know? I think, like, one... Like, I actually think what most of our fights manifest from are our reactions. Like, we react very differently. Um to something that upsets both of us mm -hmm. but our reactions are very different and so like it's all about like working together to fix that problem uh okay i yeah. i can remember a fight <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay great um and it, yeah and it i'm an avalanche of emotion uh -huh. and how would you describe your reactions i think with I think I try to come at it more logical. Like I, like I just I strategize. Okay. So I I I need <laughs> I this is not some this is something that I'm working on, but like I need to like feel it hard before I'm able to like mm -hmm. step back and be a logical person. So this is this fight is so ridiculous. But um, Thanksgiving, I bought a turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we hosted a friendsgiving, and I. I uh, I cooked the I like bought the turkey and I was gonna cook it the next day. Um, the night prior, uh, everybody else, everybody went out. It's a tradition that we all go out karaokeing, but I wasn't really feeling that well that night, mm -hmm. so I decided to stay in and sleep off whatever weirdness that I had. Um, at this point in my life, uh, things are different now. I did not have a lot going on. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I preface with this: we're all familiar with those periods. Yeah, <laughs> that's like. If you say that before anything, everything is understandable. Honestly, yeah. like if you're like, I didn't have much going on, and you're like, and you killed a man? <laughs> and I killed somebody. Yeah. You needed to feel. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so, f I love cooking. I love cooking for people. It's like my favorite thing ever. And oh. I was so damn excited to cook my first turkey. Yeah. But <laughs> the next morning, um, I got a call from Sarah. She was like with every, like all of our friends. And I guess that they had a, a conversation the night prior that they didn't want me to cook the turkey. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Guys, Why? Alex, Alex made Why? it. Alex made it sound like, oh, like, I just am feeling kind of off. You were sick all week. Like, you were sick. Sick. Okay, and so <laughs> so our concern was she cooks the turkey, sick. she makes everyone sick. Yeah, that oh. was the concern. Did you specify? And it was yeah. Okay. When I called, I was and it wasn't the night before. <laughs> I it was the morning after because everyone that went out karaoke like slept in the same pla place. And the next morning, everyone's like, Alex is sick and is cooking our main dish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I, I made a phone call. And that, and I explained. Well, no. At first, she didn't explain. At first, she was what? just like, because this is what I think this is what ended up setting me off. <laughs> what she said was, uh, what she said was um, that she was just like, "Hey, I want to take the burden off of you. 
Like, let me cook the turkey. Okay. And I was just like, no, I got it. Like, I have everything prepped. I, like, went to Whole Foods at, like, 7 in the morning to get everything that I needed. And she's just like, no, I just want to make it easy on you. And then when I wouldn't waver... She was like, okay, no, we don't want you to cook the turkey. And I was like, well, why didn't you just, why did you have to baby me into saying, and it was that that caused me to have the reaction. I legit understand both of your guys' sides on this, Uh, like 100%, which is so funny. I think you guys probably both do too. Once Mm -hmm. you step back from it, you're like, oh, I see both sides. I am a germaphobe when it comes to like being around sick people. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I would not want someone who's sick cooking my turkey. But I also hate when people tiptoe around me. Like, I want directness. And I want you to be like, hey, please don't do this. We're all afraid of getting sick. And I'd be like, oh, okay, totally. But also, I also want gentleness. Yeah, like, so it's a right. weird combination of like I'd, like, I'd like you to be gentle with me and direct. Right. Yes. Also, as you were saying, you didn't have much going on. You were probably really looking, f- you were really looking yeah. forward to it. It was <laughs> like, no, but this is going to make me better. Yeah. I have a thing to do. You're, it, she totally, like, it, she was exactly in that headspace, which like, I d- like needed to take a step back as well and like understand that. I ended up calling her like, I don't know, maybe an hour after was like in tears because like I didn't want to be fighting Aww. with my sister on like our special like Friendsgiving. Yeah, Friendsgiving and like a holiday we've re- really always spent together and like Thanksgiving has always I feel like been like a special thing and especially not having our parents out here. Mm-hmm. It was nice. To be able to do this together. Um, so I will say from that fight, I like because of what you said, like not being direct, tiptoeing around, I think I tried to come at it as like a, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. But I like I since that fight, I've always remembered. And like now if there's like any issue, I do. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're feeling differently, but I try to consciously be direct yeah oh, thank goodness since like that that's so nice taught me a lot like i feel like anytime there's anything not even just like confrontation just like anything we need to discuss in a more serious note like i do try to remember that i Day. love that that's, that's a successful fight yes if you ask me yeah that's that you attuned to each other you attuned to her and she attuned to you and therefore your relationship just like went up a notch mm-hmm. that's amazing that's like successful conflict yeah yeah, we are pretty good at talking through stuff. Yeah. That's great. And like offering a point of view. And I think the thing that's cool about fighting with a sister is there's the safety net of oh, forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting the way we'll treat family versus friends because there is a thing of family is, feels like it's forever, mm-hmm. but like no one's forever. So right. to me, I'm like, what if we just treated each other all like no one is forever? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like there's a degree of like, I get it. There's comfortable. Um, there's like a comfortability. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, you're my family. <laughs> Nug's not been feeling well lately. Aww. So she, she's a little antsy and she's a little not feeling well. Aww. And I can't tell what's wrong with her, but she's acting weird. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think like I think there's like a. I read a book, this is going to sound very morbid, but I read a book um, on training and compassion. And they were like, the two things that are constant in life is A, we're all going to die. And B, there's always conflict. And if you can go into your day knowing that we're all going to die and that there's always going to be conflict, it's almost like you're like, I can handle this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like that. Uh, Yeah. But that's like, 
Uh, I feel like that's actually just something like in my life in general, not just my relationships. I'm like trying to remember. Uh, I've like recently been just like so on edge, so anxious. And uh, someone said a similar thing. They're like, hey, we're like, we're all going to die someday. We're always going to have problems. Like you've just got to like, there's no reason to be scared all the time. And it's been, I don't know. It's liberating. Yeah, it's liberating. Yeah, Yeah. because if if that's the given, right? If that's the constant, then you're like, cool, let me figure out how to work with this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't cripple you. It actually like empowers you. It feels like it it takes the pressure off. Me too. And and also (laughs) makes you not take things for granted. Mm -hmm. Right. When someone tells me that we're all going to die, I'm like, all my friends. (laughs) Like, (laughs) wait a second. My animals. Okay. (laughs) My mom and my dad. (laughs) Wait, my sister and my brother. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? That's too many people. (laughs) Like, but if you really put it into terms like that, I think like the phrase we're all going to die sounds so morbid. And but then when you put it into terms of like Katie is going to die one day, I'm going to die one day. You guys are going to die one day. Let's treat each other so kindly that it makes it count. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. This is really off topic, but also no, kind of great. directly on topic. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so based on your Thanksgiving story, food, you cooking for people is really important to you? Yes. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice segue. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. There's just something about, um, I think it's how our mother showed us love. Mm-hmm throughout our entire lives she always like cooked us really good meals um that uh i don't know i i just sort of prioritized it like she cooked every night for you guys yeah pretty much every single night and like i remember in high school like even if we were like in play practice or whatever she'd always have like the leftovers ready for us it Mm -hmm. was just like her thing and she was like i never had family meals growing up that's something I never Mm. did I would have to like fend for myself with dinner a lot and like this was important to me to always have this even if we couldn't sit down as a family that like you guys have food and she's like and I want to make sure it's like you get a protein a veggie (laughs) and a starch every single night and it's it's stuck with me like now when I'm planning meals I think the same way hmm yeah, so do I. I'm in a relationship right now with a with a very picky eater. So, okay, uh, <laughs> is that he, hard? He's the best. That part is hard. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he truly is wonderful. But now I live with two roommates that love when I cook for them. Okay. So I feel like I'm getting that. You're need getting fulfilled. what you need. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily need to be the recipient of your food as long as no, someone is. Somebody is. Yeah. Okay, so what's like your specialty? What do you like to cook? Oh, goodness. Well, right now I've just been like knee deep in blue apron boxes because I love cooking, but I I don't like going to the grocery store. Me neither. Um, I make a pretty good bolognese. Whoa. Yeah. That's big time. That is big time. It's not easy. I mean, it's just like a lot of chopping vegetables, but I mean, the right seasoning, the right amount of sauce. I don't know. Can you tell our listeners what you brought us? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we Stevie and these. Katie are gluten-free vegans. No. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where those tied well? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so it's like a black bean corn chip cup. This so is so exciting. It's got you know? gluten-free, uh, gluten-free flour in it, cumin, a little bit of hot sauce, mm. 
and celery salt. And so that's mixed in a dough. And then I baked that. And then I just put guac, like a dollop of guacamole in the middle. That is amazing it's, sounding. I can't wait to try these. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. There's something really special when you have like a food podcast when people bring you food yeah. like mm-hmm. especially if like you really listened like that's so cool yeah i'm a really big fan of this one <laughs> hey. uh, we're, we're, we're fangirling a little bit here <laughs> oh man that's so cool that's awesome. <laughs> this is awesome yeah um well it's very appreciated we're gonna eat them after we record cool yeah. just so you and know. you guys can throw them in the trash just as long as i believe that you guys ate no, them we're then gonna i let will you, be happy if we weren't doing a podcast we'd eat them right now but we're gonna let you watch us eat them oh god after. this is yeah. where i get yeah. my fulfillment yeah. i i recently went to well, not recently there was a um the world series game my mm-hmm. boyfriend had a bunch of his friends over and i make this like really good bean dip and mm-hmm. literally every time one of them went up to get a like a scoop of my bean dip i watched them eat it <laughs> <laughs> like was it good was it good was it good yeah. <laughs> so that's an idea of what kind of mom you'll be <laughs> i know i know oh my god I'm to my future kids <laughs> no they'll love it they'll, they'll feel loved all the time <laughs> yeah i think food doesn't food like i don't did your mom cook for you katie yeah my mom well my mom had a catering company Oh, cool. And uh, I I always forget that piece of information. Well, it's it's very random. Well, it feels like parenthood. It feels like the TV, like it feels like a TV show to me. Totally, totally. Um, So she would cook all day. And then when she came home, she wouldn't want to cook. So she'd either bring stuff that she'd made, meals that she'd made there and like heat that up or we'd go out to dinner. We went out to dinner a lot. Mm and when we cooked, she was tired. Like every so often she would teach me to cook, but our kitchen was small and she'd be like, you know what, baby, it's just easier if I do it, you know? And yeah. like, why don't you set the table right. yeah. or can you wash these for me? So I didn't really help out. And like, that's why I'm a terrible cook. Sorry, mom, you're wonderful. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my grandma taught me how to bake. She oh, would stand in her tiny, li- yeah, she would stand in her tiny little kitchen teaching me how to bake. And it was, I I'm a great baker because of her. Yeah. I've had to yeah. change everything to gluten-free. A little tricky. However, I think she'd be proud. Yeah. Well, it does bake a little differently. But it does. It actually has a you, very different consistency. But if you have like the science behind it, it yep. can be done. No, you can't. I yeah. mean, and if you get the gluten fr- uh, gluten-free, also no one cares about this, but if you get the <laughs> gluten-free flour... That's like one to one. It's essentially just yeah. doing it the same way. Yeah. Like it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, question. Yeah. So you guys are both in relationships. Yeah. Do your and boyfriends we, like each other? Yeah, they do. And we actually started dating <laughs> our boyfriends right around the exact same time. Whoa. Yeah. It Does, was kind of crazy. Do you cook for your boyfriend? No. I, I, you're not a cook. I'm not a cook. I've gotten better. My boyfriend cooks for me every single day. Like nice. I walk in. Excuse me. I walk in. I know. It is like. It's actually, I <laughs> I, know, I don't talk about it a lot because sometimes I feel bad that not everyone has this, but like I literally walk into a home-cooked meal every night. That's amazing. It's Wait, like so, so, I know. You should never feel bad. You have <laughs> earned that. Yeah. yeah. By being a light in the world and turning everything good, you have earned a home-cooked mm-hmm. meal every night. It's really amazing. I, so, is he, so is he a good cook? He's a great cook. He uh, he actually, I feel like, was kind of like my mom. He's like, I never got cooked for, like, no one ever really cooked for me. So, like, I in college right. just got really into it. And now I love to do it. And I I don't really cook. I've gotten a little more into baking recently. Yeah. Um, but I will eat and try 
anything. Like I am Ooh. not. So you're like I'm a cook's dream. Yes, I'm like That's the cool opposite quality. of a picky eater. There are <gasps> things I know that I don't love, but I will for the most part eat anything. Anything. Wow. Yeah. That's a cool quality. <laughs> also, I feel like somehow nobody on the podcast has ever said that. Really? <laughs> I mean, we normally deal with, sometimes the dudes will be like, I'll try anything or, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, it's really cool to meet someone who's like, yeah, I will eat anything. There was there were certain <laughs> things. I was pickier as a child. And then I think I just got like in high school, I was just like, oh, why why am I so picky? They're like, think, like food is delicious. And then I just, yeah. I'll, going out to eat is really difficult for me because you can't I, choose. I can everything. have anything on the menu. Do you and your boyfriend split stuffs? Uh, also, I just had really split stuffs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to split stuffs? the multiple of stuff is stuffs, right? Also, <laughs> maybe it's cute. I think it's adorable. I like split stuffs. Hey, do you want to split stuffs? <laughs> New thing. We actually don't really, but we will let each other try stuff. A hard thing for us is he doesn't like chocolate. And I would eat chocolate. Excuse mm-hmm. me? I would put chocolate on anything. Wait. I would put it on pasta. I would put it on macaroni and cheese if I could. <laughs> I don't really understand people who don't like chocolate. Do you think he's secretly allergic to it? No, he is like, no, he's not. Because I've seen him eat it. He'll sometimes love it. eat milk chocolate. Sometimes he will never touch dark chocolate. But he says it leaves a bad aftertaste. And oh, I'm like, wow. that's stupid. Ugh. I know. So we can't split dessert. Well, this dessert. is the only thing I don't like about him. But otherwise, he sounds <laughs> amazing. He sounds like an amazing dude. Yeah. Okay. So we have to leave some time right now because you guys know that we have the five questions, right? Yeah. But we have to have both of you answer them. Okay, so okay great. Katie's going to ask you guys all the five questions. And basically, we just want... Well, so our listeners know the difference between your voices. I wonder if they can tell by now. I think they can. We, we just have a very different quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah's got a deeper voice than I do. It's yeah. a little raspier. <laughs> okay, so for the raspy answers, that's Sarah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I permanently damaged my vocal cords in college, so now I'm just like, talk like okay, this. Okay, <laughs> so let's start in the same order. So we'll always start with Sarah, and okay. then we'll go to Alex. Okay. Great. okay, so Katie, five final questions. Girls, what was your best first date? <laughs> my best first date was the only date I had with this guy <laughs> and <laughs> I loved this first date like loved it we <laughs> oh okay we, <laughs> I'm like blushing I don't know why I'm like what is this no, date I, I don't like, well I'm like I wonder if he listens he might whatever That's I don't want fine. him knowing because he was a jerk to me after so good disclaimer <laughs> but yeah but yeah he, it, we went to like a uh we went to a movie at, at like the LACMA. It was like during like the LA Indie Film Festival. That, and I kind of thought it was going to be lame. But the movie ended up being amazing. And then we like got late night sushi. And we like kind of drove around for a while. And it felt kind of like high school first date. Like it was just like giddy and really fun. And mm. I loved that. And then like the second time after I saw him, he was awful. <laughs> wow. <Shut> down. <laughs> I, I it was feel really like the disappointing. Second, the first date sounds great. I always feel like the second date's a real tell. Oh yeah. You can real just, tell. Sometimes people are like bring a totally different energy. Yep. Sometimes it like, gets so sleepy that you're like, what's the sleepy energy you're bringing? Yeah. Yeah. That's exact. It, it was. Yeah. It was bad. It was like complete 180. Ugh. But like, it's fine because because you now you have a boyfriend who cooks for you. I would never be mad at anyone. I'd be like, you're right. forgiven. I <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's I how I am now. It's like, well, whatever. <laughs> I think I hate him more than Sarah does. Yeah, that's how sisterhood works. Yeah. Though. Like your mm-hmm. friend should hate your ex who mm-hmm. like 
screwed you over more than you should hate them. You mm-hmm. should just be like, you right. know, and your sister should always just want them dead. Yeah. Totally. No, believe me. Okay. I've like planned this stuff. Sarah, same question to you. Um, no, Alex. Yes. Um, it's actually really hard. It's weird for me. I know your name's Sarah and I know your name's Alex, but when you sit close together, I don't know who's who. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah. I don't know See? what's happening. <laughs> it's, I think it's the coloring. It's, I think it's that I would name you both Sarah, to be honest. Oh, really? Whoa. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Sarah's a cool name. Sarah and it. Sarah. I'll take hey. it. Uh, so Alex. I think my <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I think my best first date was a date. It was a hangout that evolved into a mm-hmm. date, and I think it was the surprise kiss at the end that oh, I was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" And it was somebody that I was in love with. Oh, that sounds amazing! <laughs> like I was like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Five Hundred Days of Summer. After he like sleeps with Summer, I like was kissing baby. Like <laughs> the world was just so beautiful after that. Uh, I know yeah. how that feels. Yeah, it was. Best. So it was in college and we did a Habitat for Humanity trip together. Oh, and cuties. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sounds like an episode of Friday Night Lights. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I guess that's high school. Uh, God. Yeah, and I, it was like the only spring break trip that I could afford because I had to pay for it. And I was like, this is going to be so lame. And then he showed up as my trip leader and he was <sighs> so gorgeous. Like <sighs> he, I still think to this day, he's like so like the most beautiful. You love the way he looks. Yeah. Like the way he looks, exactly. And that full stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, but I got really, really, really sick on the car trip back. I like was, I threw up From like, the date? Uh, no, from sorry. Habitat. From Habitat. Okay. So we drove from Florida to Pencil, uh, like the central Pennsylvania where I went to school and I threw up like 17 times. Oh boy. In front of him. I Ugh. was like afraid that I was going to shit my pants the whole time. Oh my gosh. I you did food not. Poisoning? I think so. I ended up having an allergic reaction to the wood that we were building with. And then so Whoa. the doctor prescribed me steroids and then I like had a reaction to the steroids <gasps> is what I think would happen. Oh, what a nightmare. It was so gross. And <laughs> it sounds um, like that episode of The Bachelor when Nick and Vanessa were in. Um, yeah, I'm only saying that because they host a Bachelor <laughs> podcast. Yes. No. I, it all comes back to Bachelor always. Oh, but did he nurture you like that? So he nurtured me and he was on the phone with my mother the whole time. <laughs> oh my God, he did a better job. Yeah, so he was on the phone with my mom the whole time. And so my mom was like, why don't you uh, ask him like to, for dinner, like as a thank you and I'll pay for it. And this was when in college, which is just, this is embarrassing. Like, no, I, said that, I was like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> no, my mom used to say that mm-hmm. a lot to yeah. me. My sister, she'd be like, go take your sister out and I'll pay for it. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Yeah, hell okay. yeah. Good. That's what parents are there take to do. Mm-hmm. I'd um, do it now if someone funded my yeah. dinner. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, if someone sure. was like, go take Definitely. your best friend out. Here's like, money for it. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Um, so we went out it was like a fun hang I was like hey just thank you so much for taking care of me it meant so much to me yeah what restaurant do you want to go to like it's on me and then we hung out and we had the best time and then on the hangout he told me that he liked me and then he kissed me <sighs> and like wow just because of it was just a surprise yeah especially after that whole yeah. thing well, I was like what why why <laughs> yeah you I'm disgusting though <laughs> you, but you've seen me at my grocery you've yeah. seen my insides that's come out of my mouth <laughs> that's kind of amazing yeah so I think that's the reason it was the best one it was just it was the turn yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that sounds amazing mm-hmm. we have to go quick through these other questions okay yeah, yeah, yeah. do it okay we'll do fast do you remember your first celebrity or school crush Oh, I liked boys at a very early age. Mm-hmm. So I I think my first, I don't know if I remember my exact first one, but the first time I ever told a boy I loved him was in kindergarten. <laughs> oh, and, it, <laughs> and by the way, 
every single other man in my life since then, I was the first to say I love you. And I said it very fast. Oh, I know. I love it's- this. Oh, yeah. I feel like I have a good sense of who you are now yeah. because of that one specific detail. Yeah. yeah. Like that you're always the first to say I love you. Always. Always. Ugh. Yeah. Um, they don't always say it back. <laughs> That's fine. Like this one, his name was Matt Brodoff and we were in like the circle time at kindergarten, in kindergarten and I was like, Matt, I love you. And he was like, okay, Sarah. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I love you. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. So I- Matt Brodoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex, your first crush. My first crush uh, was this guy, Logan Anderson. He was a Mormon mm-hmm. uh, in kindergarten. <laughs> oh, yeah. me and Katie love Mormons. <laughs> we know what he looks like. He's blonde yeah. and blue eyed. He was. He okay, was. Okay. Little Joffrey. Okay. <laughs> Little baby Joffrey. And there was a, uh, there was like this uh, seesaw that hit, hit like multiple people on both sides of the seesaw and he put his arm around me. <gasps> Because I was scared. Oh. Yeah. There's a picture yeah. of it, right? Mm-hmm. My mom took pictures and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> um, and also Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, of course. That like really solidified it for no sure. No joke. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What food item do you eat the most? Hummus. Hummus. Every, almost every single day. Whoa. And I'll eat it for breakfast some, like a lot like because I keep it at no. my office <laughs> and I know no right I keep it at my office so I like always have it and uh it's so, like when I don't eat breakfast that morning and I come into work I eat, hum- I eat it it's very birthright of you mm-hmm. oh. on birthright oh. for all breakfast they're like what if you ate hummus I'm like I don't want to like, what if I did it yeah. that's not breakfast yeah. for me okay I eat it all the time hummus. and I'll eat it on again anything I'll eat it on it oh my gosh I love that so okay, she says I love you first and she'll eat hummus on anything. <laughs> Alex? Ah, uh, tuna. Not like tuna fish with mayonnaise, like tuna. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. Yeah, I think my memory is gone south Raw because I've, yeah, because yeah. I have mercury poisoning. For sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. But I like literally think about it all the time. I think I actually am addicted to it. I'm thinking about it right now. Wow. Like talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, tuna, like, like sushi tuna? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, me mm-hmm. can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be your death meal? Okay, so you're gonna die. It's not painful. Not painful. Mm-hmm. You can have whatever you want. Okay, dying peacefully in my sleep after the best meal. Being yeah. so full from yeah. the best meal. Um, I think like an insanely amazing hamburger, and I would put like I would put kind of fancier stuff on it. Like, like I hummus. like fancy burger. <laughs> I'd slap some hummus on there. I'd point at it. I'd say I love you. Go. <laughs> And then I'd slap a bunch of hummus on and it. And I don't care if you feel the same way. <laughs> slap some hummus on it. I'd put goat cheese on it. Mm. I'd probably throw like roasted tomatoes and like arugula mm. on there. Mm. A fancy, like intense burger okay. would be me. Wow. Uh, mine would be chicken and dumplings. It was my favorite meal when I was a kid. And it's just the ultimate comfort food. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Your guys' answers are very cute <laughs> and very savory. Um, savory. It is very savory. Mm. Uh, okay, final questions. What's one word that combines both your eating style and dating style? This is where the music starts playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've really been, because I listen, I've been like thinking what I would say to this. Yeah. And I and what I thought I was going to say is I think not what I'm going to say now. Oh, even better. <laughs> I love that. I I think rich would be mm-hmm. mine. Um, 
first because I have very expensive taste. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, clearly none of us do, to be honest. We're all like, we all seem very approachable. Yeah. <laughs> we're all like, we're very like hometown girls. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think, yeah, I just, oh, I just love my food to have like so much like flavor and richness mm-hmm. and like so vibrant. I just like, I hate anything bland in my whole life wow I like the second that life food relationships whatever starts feeling the same I freak out Mm -hmm. and so like I just love everything to be like a new burst yeah how do you keep your relationship rich I think we actually do a really good job I think that we take like especially after moving in together it's like it's just so easy to fall into those funks but I think that we take like never stop dating each other pretty seriously um I mean not that we like go on dates every single week but like we always try think like new things uh we love being outdoors so like we like to plan like a lot of hiking trips and all of that um uh yeah, I think that just like when we feel things starting to get stale, we both feel it. Right. And so we like, we'll, we'll plan. We'll I plan and be like, let's make sure this doesn't oh, that's fall special. into that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Alex. Hmm. Same question. Yes. Uh, okay. My gut is telling me to say authentic. Ooh. I like that. Ooh, I love. <laughs> um, Nobody has said that either. Oh, really? Yes. Cool. Um, I, I I think it's so important in a relationship to just truly be yourself and and to be honest about what you need and to fully trust the person like can hold that. Um, but the minute that you're not being true to yourself is the minute that the relationship goes south mm. because that will manifest itself in so many horrible ways. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I I want to say authentic and then. For food, I, I, I'm kind of applying the same rule to it. I'm not yeah. necessarily saying like, oh, authentic Chinese, <laughs> but picking foods that not eating something because you feel like you have to, but eating something because you really want to yeah. or because you need it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, authentic. That's interesting. Nobody has ever said that. And it's an interesting thing. It kind of, it's kind of into like, it's kind of like the word intuitive, but has like a more, um, it's almost like it's catered to you. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's for you. Exactly. I How love you, that. Yeah, the meaning that you put on it. You guys, rich and authentic, huh? Mm-hmm. Those sound very complimentary to each other. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so great. Um, number one, we want to thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Such a blast. This was a dream. Where can we, <laughs> we'll put your guys' Twitter handles on um, on like the link and stuff so people can find you. Um, yeah. Where can people find your podcast? Uh, anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, we are on the What's a Creative Podcast Network. We're called Trust the Bachelor Process. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's iTunes, Stitcher, cool. anywhere you can find us. We talk a lot about relationships on there too. Yeah. Awesome. It was yeah. really, I got to be a guest on their podcast and it was very complimentary to everything we talk about. <laughs> on here. I was like, oh, I got stuff to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, we had the most fun. It was so fun. <laughs> and Katie, thank you for guest co-hosting My with pleasure, me. My pleasure. Always. It's always <laughs> nice to have you on this pod. It it's feels fun. like you're home when you come. Uh, that's so nice. I feel home in your home. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Until next time. Goodbye, tiny toasties. Goodbye. Bye.
That's a creative podcast network.